Hi, I'm Oliver Pinniger, the best marketing intern 3 has ever had, and this is episode 153 of the Two Bog Brothers and a Microphone podcast, where we talk about the people, process, and technology to work together better inside enterprises. This episode was recorded on March 8, 2018. In this episode, Tommy and Danny talk with Owen Allen, product marketing manager from Akumina. They talk about how they first met while Owen was on the SharePoint team at Microsoft, different places where they work together and where Owen is working now. They discuss build versus buy when it comes to building a digital workplace on Office 365 and how Akumina fits into that picture. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening. Welcome to the Two Ball Brothers in a Microphone podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. I'm here with my co-host, Tommy Ryan. How are you doing, Mr. Ball Brother? I'm doing well. It's a good day. It Speaking is. with Owen. Yes, catching up with our good buddy, Owen. Owen Allen, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for the opportunity to talk to you guys. Absolutely. I don't get enough Ball Brother time these days. <laughs> <laughs> we like catching up every once in a while. It's it's been It seems like it's been a while, though, but... Uh, um, so let's start with the backstory. Where did we first meet each other? Was it you, you were? Is this when you were in the SharePoint product team? Is that where the whole this whole thing started? Boy, uh, would have been yeah, maybe two thousand nine or twenty ten um, or it was the night training, I believe, for early adopters. Oh. you were down in Atlanta. Oh, oh, could it, the training in Atlanta. Yes. Yeah, that could have been it. Yeah, definitely. The uh, the early, oh, wow, what was the name of that? It was some sort of a early ninja training that we did for I developers. I say they called it Ignite, but... Did they call it Ignite back yeah, then? It was it, before it, the Ignite It might conference. have been an Ignite program, definitely. That was yeah. that was a good tour, a training tour. And then after uh, after 2010 launched, uh, we did a bunch of Azure training. And uh, and I came back to you guys when I was with, with Pingart, mm-hmm. and, and you guys developed... A good portion, if not the majority, of the Pingar SharePoint application, uh, as we as we interface that entity extraction uh, artificial intelligence tech nice. into SharePoint. Nice. That was us. It wasn't. Was that Tommy or me? I forget one. Which one of us did that? No. <laughs> we didn't. I think that. it was a late night coding <laughs> session, and both of you guys were just were just. Bald brother in it away. I, and it we, was amazing. And we worked on the um, white paper. The white paper that. too. The ISV white paper. Oh, that's Remember right. That? I that's know you're right. trying to forget that, but we did do that together. No, that was a good white paper. We should refresh that we for Sharepoint uh, 2010. I wonder what you know, that. Yeah, that I love the um, in the the back of it where you had sort of like the landscape of all the different vendors that were out there. Remember that ISV map? That yes. ISV map. Yes. Based I, on, uh, how can I forget, Owen? How can I wow. forget? Yeah, I thought it was, that was really helpful. That was it was at the time, and you know what? I think that it's it's a, it's actually a, a cycle that we've reached now, where SharePoint 2010 was mm-hmm. was a very solid platform for ISVs to build on. Mm-hmm. And I think only in the past uh, six months have we finally reached a platform with SharePoint Online that is solid enough right for isvs to take a real big bet on 
I'm really looking forward to the May SharePoint conference uh, where we will hear the roadmap for the next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think that I think that we're going to see some great incremental improvements. But I think that SharePoint Online is a very solid platform. ISVs can take large bets on it. I just I joined an ISV again uh, January 1st. I joined Akumina, and um, and part of the rationale was that hey, you know what? It's ready now. Now is another cycle, just like 2010, where we're going to see some incredible innovation coming from ISV partners, and then the SI, the system integrators are going to add their imagination and their wisdom to these ISV solutions. And I think over the next two years, we're going to see some really good stuff coming on top of SharePoint Online, even better than we've seen so far. That's great. Maybe yeah. it, it, it'd be interesting to take a look at that at that uh, and see if it's the same players who are going to come out. Because you did, um, it, was, it was both vertical and horizontal solutions, right? I want to say. You know, I looked at it in a while, but I want to say it was both. Yeah, it was. It was. We had a couple of uh, pillars based on the type of technology, and uh-huh. then a couple of pillars based on the industries. And um, I actually tried to see if I if it made sense to reimagine that a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. And the number of partners has ballooned so much. Oh, really? I, there's no way you'd fit it on a slide. It would have to. It would have to just be. You know. You know that uh, that old gray bar paper or green bar paper mm-hmm. from the from the mainframe frame printouts, it would have to be reams of that stuff. There's so many partners out these days. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> so one but of the I, things that um, uh, in a recent podcast with Sam Marshall, your good buddy Sam from the UK. Uh, good um, old Sam. We had a conversation about, and one of the things that people are often coming to us about is um, build versus buy for their intranet or digital workplace or whatever you want to call it. Uh, on SharePoint Online, and I wanted to just to talk with you about that. Get your thoughts on that, especially with what Akumina does. Um, you know, what just want to have a conversation about that. Um, first off, you know, it there seems to be. I guess Akumina differentiates itself from just sort of like a layer on top of 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 SharePoint. Um, just tell me more about the product and sort of like the philosophy behind the product. Well, thanks. Um, that's, that's a great opportunity to tell you about Akumina. Akumina is a scalable int, um, intranet platform on top of Office 365. And, and I use the word scalable because there's a um, you have to scale it in a couple of different ways. Technolo- technologically, you can scale it because we, we do a uh, magic thing with the SharePoint web parts where we can host that functionality in our in our Azure service, and then we can scale the distribution of what we call widgets across many many different SharePoint sites. And so, when you have to update functionality, you don't have to update every SharePoint page. You can update it in one place, okay? And it scales across the enterprise. The the other place where you have to have scalability is you have to be able to cross between an IT solution and an HR or a corp comms, a people solution. Uh-huh. And so you have to be able to scale at, at, at how are you messaging and, and, and how are people going to interface with this. People need to be able to choose their own, um, their own experiences, and they need to, we need to be able to scale in all of these third-party applications that the company is using from other parts of their 
of their organization, such as finance applications or ERP applications or time management or learning management systems. We have to scale to bring these kinds of things in. And, mm-hmm. and so I think the, the workplace that this, this digital workplace that needs to be provided to employees, uh, uses Office 365 as the base. But it really needs to have a larger uh, umbrella on top that's bringing this in. And Akumina is doing a good job with its customers of, of bringing that in. And so we provide the product, and we have wonderful system integrator partners that help make that in a tremendous experience, l- building on top of our scalable portal inf- interface. So this is something that's, I would say, in between the build versus buy. This is more of like a... Um, something where you're able to put something together, so you're not building on the on top of Office 365 directly. You're working with your product to put together the building blocks for the final solution. That's correct. Um, okay. I think you're right. It probably is a little bit in between a build versus buy. Uh, we don't necessarily replace the Office 365 pieces. We uh-huh. just you're buying and you're buying additional capabilities on top of Office 365. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, you probably it sounds like you work closely with SIs to go and develop more like line of business applications, or how does that work? Well, we actually um, that's a great question. So we actually have what we call workspaces, mm-hmm. which is a which is a configurable uh, business object, a configurable envelope that can work in any industry. We have customers using it in the finance industry and in the architecture industry and in the uh, commercial real estate industry. And all of these people, um, they, they can build a, a industry solution based on this building block. And so you use Akumina and you buy this uh, workspace, which lets you manage all of these entities. And then the system integrators can help uh, the customer target that into their industry. So it's kind of like buying the framework for an industry solution. Nice, nice. Any questions, Tommy, as we go along here? Yeah, yeah, within that, are there specific web parts that are included, or what are the components that go into that package? Inside of the workspace element? Right. So when you define a workspace, you define... For example, uh, we have a customer that would have two types of workspaces, one a commercial loan and one a residential loan. Mm-hmm. And then when you uh, define a new loan application comes in, let's say for a commercial loan, a new workspace is created. And what you've done is you've defined what what is created at that time. It might bring in a feed about the latest uh, interest rates. It might bring in a feed where you type the loan application the person's history or their history with your company or history about the product that they're asking for the lo- for the loan on, et cetera. So it brings these a, a defined set of data feeds and dashboards so that the loan adjuster can have all the work that they need to do there uh, in front of them. Okay. So it's like provisioning out a site based on some key data elements that define what need to come into that site. That's right. A site that has different states, different milestones, different metadata, different people assigned to it. So it also includes a monitoring system and a reporting system that lets you track and filter across all of the defined workspaces. Okay. What is it? Does Akumina is it run on Azure or how is it? How is how did how is it set up? So um, that's a great question. 
the the logic behind these pages are in Azure, okay. but the pages themselves are all SharePoint pages, whether okay. it's a classic page or whether it's a modern page. Uh, both types of pages you can use to build out the Akumina solution. Mm-hmm. And so, but the uh, but there's a an Azure-based logic uh, element we call the application manager that that runs inside of Azure, and that can run inside the customer's Azure or inside of uh, an Azure that we host to make it simpler for the customer. And my understanding from previous conversations with you is the the data that you guys are accessing are stored in SharePoint lists and document libraries. There's no other data store out there that you're that you're working That's on. right. Yeah. While while some of the widget and, and application logic is in the application manager, all of uh-huh. the data is in document libraries and lists. So your other applications that act on that data or populate that data work fine, and then you open up a workspace in Akumina, and it's working on the same data. Mm-hmm. I will say that the modern site pages are, are really – Turning out to be a pleasure for us to work with. Good. We have a uh, we have a uh, uh, web uh, a web part that goes right on the modern site page that lets you choose any of our widgets and put them on the modern site pages. So you can um, take the widgets that you've built anywhere and and stick them on the modern site pages. So you can have the Akumina scalability uh, regardless of what type of sites that you're building. Awesome. And saw that um, you guys won, and we mentioned Sam earlier, you won an award for multinational corporations, which was cool. So it sounds you must be working with multinational corporations then. Yes. You know, we, you know, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a multilingual capability set up both for the content and for the um, menus and navigation, et cetera, and for the, and for the, uh, the static side of the sites, et cetera, as well as the content management side. So the multi, so we have multilingual throughout, and uh, we have quite a few customers that are in Europe and Southeast Asia that are using this. Uh, and and so whether or not they're using multiple regions in Office 365, they may not be. They may still need to have multilingual requirements for their site or multinational requirements for their sites. Uh, and, it's, and it can be independent of whether or not they're leveraging the multi-geos in Office 365 or not. Some of them are, some of them aren't. And one of the things out of the report was that more and more um, organizations are, or more and more product companies are working with larger organizations. So people in the tens to hundreds of thousands of people um, using these products. Right, which is great from our perspective. Great to see because the reason why we build collaborative solutions is because lots we want lots of people to use them as a greater impact, and so it's good to see that that it's not just addressing the the SMB space. Right. In fact, I think that there's a, there's a little bit of a spectrum between um, the the smallest companies or the smallest sites inside of a company you know, might be looking to buy just add-ons or looking to be buy just web parts or looking to buy skins uh, all the way up to, hey, I'd like a portal that, that just that, that skins my SharePoint site. Uh-huh. And, then, and then you might get more and more complex. And, you know, there might be seven or eight or nine different layers of complexity up here. We certainly do target the medium to large um, company. Um, we think that there's a um, – while a small company can use us, and uh, we, we have some small companies that um, use us because they have some complex content requirements yeah. okay. and some complex scenarios for delivering their portal. 
but um, but the biggest value add for this type of technology for scalable portals is is where you do have a, a larger number of employees. How does workflow fit into all this? Are you utilizing what Microsoft uses? How does that fit into Kumana? <clears throat> We're big fans of workflow. We think workflow yeah. makes a big difference, and so but but we do not uh, supply a workflow engine. So. Uh -huh. Whether you're using Nintex or K2 or Datapolis or or Microsoft Flow, Flow yeah. uh, or if you're building your own state management engine, um, you sh you can interface to the SharePoint uh, underpinnings, document libraries, and lists uh, in any standard way. Awesome. How does mobile fit into all of this? Do you, do you have a separate mobile app, or what? How does that work? So all of the pages that we build, whether it's a classic site page or modern site page, are are responsive. And so we actually try and make sure that we're configuring the portal site, the portal experience, to work on a mobile device. That being said, there are times when you want some of the native capabilities of the mobile device. And, and for those cases, we do provide the ability to build a native iOS or Android application. And that then gives you like interfaces with notifications mm -hmm. or interfaces with other capabilities of the device that um, like data collection capabilities of the device that you might want to integrate into your app. So you have your choice there. Generally, and, until they need the capabilities of the device, they just use the website in its mobile form because it's designed to be responsive uh, for, for different sizes. I know you're, you're working with a lot of customers and seeing what they're doing to, to focus in on what's being called the, the digital workplace. Anything that you've seen from customers that were, was, you thought was really cool or a trend that you're seeing or anything with regards to what's going on out there that maybe you didn't think of but you saw customers doing that was pretty neat? You know, my my th that's a great question, and I'm really glad you asked that because there's there's been two ways that my mind has been expanded in the short time that I've been with Akumana. As I've been uh, before, I was with Akumana. I deployed teams a couple of different places, mm -hmm. and I helped companies un implement technologies and help them build strategies around that. Mm -hmm. But now with Akumana, when I'm talking to customers about the digital workplace, there's there's two primary areas. One of them is that um, traditionally we've always been focused on corporate applications and corporate usage, and and there's there's probably a, a somewhat of an argument to say, hey, a lot of some of that corporate is going to be the branded cultural piece, the the internet portal that Acumenet can provide on top of 365, and and then other pieces of that corporate piece will be out of the box SharePoint, mm -hmm. out of the box Office 365 components. But then when you expand beyond the corporate employees and you say, who are my field employees? Who are my workers at the, my plants? And who are my workers um, across the company? Now, all of a sudden, you have a higher importance on how do I communicate the culture to these people? And how do I make it so I, they don't have to know how to use Office 365? Yeah. They know how to. We need them to do their work. So we need to make that experience as easy and as straightforward and as and as discoverable and as as, as, as easy for them to learn as possible. And so that takes um, a more branded experience and a more cultural uh, aware experience that fits with their company. So so I've seen the the so that importance has raised in my mind in the short time I've been here. And the other one is is that 
if I'm only building a people solution or if I'm only building an IT solution, those are great, but they're not helping the most of the employees until I combine them, until I get my IT leadership and my HR leadership in the same room. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about what's the what's the real purpose and how do we meet that purpose with IT. I think that that is a conversation that is going to continue to grow throughout this year and the years to come about how do we make our organizations work together with the same with common goals and no longer do we have an IT goal to enable and an HR goal to to enable but we're putting them together to enable the whole company. Awesome. One last question. I know you were at a recently at a conference in Branson. How did that go? Anything you took oh, it was away great. from that? Tell me tell me how tell me more about that. Well, I'll tell you, it was a uh, the North American Collaboration Summit, mm-hmm. and it was hosted by uh, by uh, one of the Microsoft MVPs named Mark Rackley. And Mark is one of the most passionate and down earth and all and and just solid people inside of the SharePoint and Office 365 community. I saw him again uh, this week at the MVP Summit here in here in Redmond, and he um, and he had a. His personality effused throughout the event. So wherever you were in the event, you knew that 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 it had the Rackley seal of approval on it, if you will. Mm-hmm. And he curated the list of speakers that was there. We we were blessed enough to be able to give a session, and he curated the list of sponsors and and um, and then uh, watched over the event. And and the he focused on activities for the events with with the community. Um, so that the so that the attendees got to know each other as well. Nice. And I and, and I guess I see that as a precursor to this May SharePoint conference because and it's and it and it gives me confidence and and hope that that this that the community around SharePoint and Office 365 is is still go going very strong mm-hmm. and still growing and uh, and so I'm looking. It, it, it really has kicked off this summer conference schedule for me. I would recommend that everybody look at the North American Collaboration Summit that he's going to do next year, and uh, and 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 make it a, uh, and put it on your calendar. Awesome. Well, we love staying in touch with you, and I know we could talk probably for another hour or so. <laughs> and uh, I really appreciate you staying in touch and just also giving an overview of what you're up to right now. It's, that that really helps out and. Uh, appreciate your time well it's been a pleasure to talk to you guys it's really great catching up with you and i look forward to the next time absolutely thank you everyone for listening thanks tommy for being here sure and have a wonderful day take care bye-bye